when you build your own customer base, ultimately, you start to not have to rely on the OTAs as much. Out of my six properties, I only have two of them on the OTAs at this stage. They've been established, we have direct bookings, they book direct through our site or the resort site, we have our own customer base that we're tapping into, and we don't have to tap into the OTAs. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and we're here with another segment of Whiskey Wednesdays. My main man, Dave Savulich, and we've got all of our questions. These are short, sweet, to-the-point episodes where you guys send us in a couple questions. We're going to answer them. We're going to talk about some trending topics in the vacation rental industry and some things going on in our world, and Dave always has his list of, uh, of questions, and so we're going to dive into them. Before we do, though, always a reminder at the beginning of these episodes, if you do want your questions answered, send them in to us on whatever platform you're listening or watching on, whether it's YouTube or your favorite podcast platform, let DM us, comment, and we'll make sure that we answer those questions on an upcoming episode. That's where we love doing that. And it's a way for you to get those questions answered that you have as you're listening to these episodes. So Dave, let's dive in, man. What's going on hey. today? You know, we uh, uh, hey, before yeah. we start, those of you on YouTube, you notice Dave and I are matching a little bit today. So we, uh, we, we called each other. Yeah. Yeah. I want everybody to know I'm not trying to turn cowboy either. I just like to dress up. Uh, once you in a are. While. After, after and, you uh, saw what, after you saw what happens in Nashville, you were like, I'm, I'm going to start dressing oh, yeah. cowboy. I came home. I told my wife, I said, man, I'm wearing boots and cowboy clothes for the rest of my life. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. You I look good. Cow- you look good. Man. I love I country like music. I love Nashville. Yeah. Uh, we're going to probably go back there a couple yeah. times a year. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, we, we like Nashville for sure. Uh, that's awesome. All right, well, let's dive in. So uh, and one thing I've been thinking about a little uh, for a little while, and I wanted to bring this up, and, and I know this this is something you wouldn't want to bring up, but oh, I boy, can because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm over in this seat and you're in the hot seat. But one of the things that I, I want to reiterate and, and make sure everybody knows out there, all of our listeners is, you know, the experience that you have shouldn't go unnoticed. It's super important that people know how long you've been in the industry, how long you've been doing this, not only in real estate in general, but also really the short-term rental. And we we see it day in and day out. And I think sometimes people that are cons- considering short-term rentals can be perceived a little bit. And, and, and I'll dive in a little bit more and I'll kind of let you respond respond but you and I we know who's out there and who we're competing against and unfortunately or fortunately sometimes what's put out there in social media isn't necessarily the truth or as transparent as they should be and and I'll give some examples we work really hard and and you work very very hard to come up with transparency and really from a a deep you know, kind of down in your soul uh, perspective of helping people. And you really dive in and show people what to do and how to do it. You you do it in a place of uh, of concern and consideration for, for their success. One thing that really bugs me, and, and I'm just going to come right out, is, is you get people copy you all the time. We do a podcast a month ago about a certain thing. And, and next thing you know, I'm not kidding you, a week later, it's, they copy you. Yeah. <laughs> and we come up with, hey, oh, you know, we talk about, you know, diversification one week. And the next thing you know on social media out there is is all these people talking about diversification. And so I want people to realize, listen, you can learn from the teacher or you can learn from the student. And you've got to be super careful because not everybody knows how to do it. They know how to market, they know how to promote, and they do an amazing job, probably but way better than we do. But when it comes down to really diving in and really understanding and getting the correct process blueprint and coaching there's nobody better i mean we we have people call us off record 
that are in the industry and they ask us to to evaluate properties and they ask you for your advice. This isn't something that you can come out with, but because I'm the editor and producer <laughs> of this show, I'm coming out with that because All right. people should know. You know you, what I mean? Yeah, I'll give you the pass <laughs> so, on that one. You're right. I don't, I don't like to talk about it often, right? We've right. been doing it for a long time. It feels a little arrogant and cocky at times when when you just want to say that about, but I appreciate you saying it, right? We have been, we do we do try to make sure that we, we lead with value. We show people what we've been doing for a long time time, right? We've been doing this. We've got a lot of experience and you're right. A lot of people copy us. It's, it's happened. It used to bother me worse than it bothers me now. You got to realize how long we've been doing this. And, and really a lot of the people who are out there coaching now, we were the first ones in the game and they, the, everything we were doing, they were copying the right. same terminology, the same blueprints, the same outlines. Worksheets, yeah. everything. And, yeah. and, and it used to bother me, but at the same time, they can copy you know, content or whatever else, but it comes down to, they can't copy our energy. They can't copy how much we care. They can't copy our execution. Right. right. And, and, and once I start, kind of started realizing that, that I was, I'm, I was okay with it because yeah. at the end of the day, we have to run down the road a certain, a certain amount, right? I, I was doing this for 13 years before I thought of coaching it. That's not everybody's philosophy. Some people are like, I'm going to coach it right out of the gate, right? you know, and, and talk about it. And, the hard part about when you're out there and there's so much information and there's a lot of good information out there, frankly, right. yeah. and there's a lot of stuff that is copied from us that is accurate and, and that or not copied from us that's accurate, but there's not a lot of execution behind it. And I think that that's what's confusing for somebody that's new in the industry. And right. I think that, and I know how frustrated you get about that. And I think that's where the root of your frustration comes into is a lot of people are running down a road and following somebody that we know that there's going to be challenges. Yeah. We know that there's going to be problems along the way. We know you're going to come up against some roadblocks and somebody with not a lot of experience in executing, they're not going to be able to help right. you through those. They're right. Yeah. And, and I think that that's where you get really frustrated because you know how much we care. You know how much time we put in on the fulfillment side. But at the end of the day, you know, we want, we just want to see people live in that life that we say they don't want to take a vacation from, starting to build that life they don't want to take a vacation from. And it is frustrating when we work hard on stuff, we come up with something and we've got these blueprints and then every, all of a sudden it's just duplicated instantly. Right. And, it, and right. it used to take a little, little, <laughs> no, little bit of time. No. Now it's like, it's I mean, within a few days. It's like, yeah. we talk about something yeah. we, we've joked about saying, <laughs> let's talk about something that's like so off the wall and see how many people like repeat that take the it. next yeah. week. But right. obviously we would never do that, no. but, it's, but I, we, we I, I like your approach. And I appreciate that. It, it's a it's a humble approach to it. And, it, you know, if you're copied, that's that's a great form of, wow, you're awesome. And, yeah. and you do a good job. I, I always tell people, you know, if they're going to if they're going to join a program, when they go through the challenging times and the tough times, that's when the director, the leader, that program really steps up and helps you. It's not when things are going great. It's not that yeah. when things are going good. And I don't think you can you can do that unless you have the experience like you. You know, you've been right. through so many things in so many situations. I mean, it's it's evident on your webinars. You can get on there for two and a half hours and answer Q&A. Nobody else can do that. For those who are considering or jumping into this, it just just do your research and really dive in and 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 I just love that we're transparent about who we are and what we do and we change lives and we want to help people. Yeah. And it's and it's not the easy button though too. That's right. the other thing. Like maybe maybe ask yourself if you're listening or you're thinking about getting into something, if somebody's got the easy button for you, the easy button doesn't exist. 
the easy button is something Staples came up with on right. a commercial and, yeah. and thought, hey, let's make it easy, right? We all want the easy button, but it doesn't exist. And we talk about this, our marketing experts, our ad experts, they're like, hey, you can't, you can't, you got to quit talking about how hard it is and, and the work involved. And right. I'll never do that, right? right? That's not, that's not who we are. We want to accelerate progress. We want to make it easier. We want to r- help people run down the right path because we have a blueprint that works and we know works, but we never promise it's going to be easy. And that's okay with me. And that's okay that, you know, because I want the person that says, you know, that wants to get back to that that philosophy that, you know, self-reliance and personal responsibility is the core foundation of them building that life they don't want to take a vacation from. And yeah. those are the people willing to roll up their sleeves and work. And that's not something a lot of people copy from right. us. They copy the blueprint and they make it sound super easy and like, hey, you're just going to plug in and this is how it's going to work and everything is going to be roses and sunshine, sunshine and rainbows. It doesn't, that's not the case, right? Yeah. And so I'm okay with our messaging and how we're at and what we do because we kind of planted, a, uh, you know, our flag in the sand of this is who we are and this is how we're going to run about yeah. and run down that road. And and it's really fun, right? We have fun. And I know you get passionate about that. And I know this isn't what the, this episode should be all about because you know how much we care. Yeah. And you, you, you also know that and believe that we care more than anybody else right. out there. Yes. Not that there's Absolutely. not amazing right. coaches and amazing people out there helping yes. people along the way. That We know that's the yep. case too, right? Yep. We know. Absolutely. But yep. in the world we live in, on the internet when anybody can just do anything and, and AI can write books for right. you and AI can right. write copy for you and yeah. you can sound like an expert overnight, you know, it's always good to look and say, how, how much experience do they have? Right. Are they, are they really running down the road that I want to right. run down? Right. And have they, have they achieved the outcomes that I'm after? Then maybe they can help you. Oh, that's good. Well, I yeah. appreciate that. Thanks for letting me vet them off my, my soapbox. And <laughs> all right. Let's get down to business. Let's, all right. Let's, okay. All right. All right. Let's, all right. So as, as, as we know, we've talked before about it, the, the short-term rental side of the business is evolving. It's becoming a mainstream industry where it's here to stay. Um, it, it's a hospitality portion of the industry that, that we're excited about and that's staying. And, and as we go through, there's, there's really three things that they kind of talk about as this industry evolves is the first is the professional approach, which is kind of the perception of it. The second is quality service or, or value, which you have to have in order to be successful. And then the third is operational excellence. And it's about a lot of these uh, owners are now, you know, turning to property managers because they know the operational excellent has to be there in order to compete. And most people don't want a second job. Most people don't want to manage all the softwares and all the challenges. And I know that there is a cost with the property manager, but talk a little bit about that and, and what you think about, you know, making sure that you know, the operational excellence is top notch and a lot to do with that is property manager. Yeah, it is. And it's, and it's, it's interesting topic because forever I've been a big proponent of investors hiring the right property manager and not managing their properties on their own because we've been trying to raise the bar for a long time. And when it comes down to that operational excellence, the logistics of delivering an amazing experience, there's a lot that goes into that, right? And so a professional property manager, a lot of times has enterprise level, you know, software systems and everything else. And there there's economies of scale in property management as well. In order to deliver an amazing experience, we're in the hospitality space, right? Part of it, it's, it's more than just having a great property in a great area. Part of that is delivering that great property in the great area to deliver a great experience. Most people I don't believe are built to do that. And they're not set up to do that, I should say. And, you know, a lot of us own properties that are not in our backyard. This isn't our full-time job. 
and we have other things that we're doing, well, a, a really good property manager, a really good customer experience in the hospitality space, you're basically a 24 seven concierge. Think of the best hotels in the world and the highest hospitality brands in the, and the biggest hospitality brands in the world. They're 24 seven concierge delivering that experience. And so now that this market has matured to a mainstream asset class in the hospitality space, now all of a sudden that level of professionalism is not only a, a good thing to have, it's really expected right. from a lot of guests, especially if you want to operate in the top of the market, if you're charging top dollar. And so it's really, really important to make that decision of what, how are you going to deliver that experience? And that comes down to your decision on management, whether it's mm -hmm. self-management or hiring the right property manager. Who's going to help you? You you just, as an investor, we we spend a lot of money on these properties. We spend a lot of money setting them up, furnishing them, creating these unique experiences for target audiences. And now that has to be delivered right. to your target to audience yep. and to the guest every time. And most people, I think, underestimate what it's going to take to do that at a high level. And, and I've been... I've been talking about this for a long time and it was, you know, and, and way before it was now, now, now you, like you said, a lot of people are turning to professional property managers because they know that they can't operate toward the top of the market right. and they're not set up for it. They don't like it. They don't have the time for it. All those different things. Many people did it just to save some money. Right. And right. like I always tell people when they underwrite, I don't care whether you're hiring a property manager or you plan on self-managing, you underwrite that you have full service property manager in the deal. If the right. deal doesn't pencil with full service with, property right, manager, exactly. don't buy the deal. Don't buy the property, right? Because even if you're going to self-manage, I've just seen so Down many road, times where people are going convert. to change. Yep. And they're going to convert. And then the property still has to produce at that. And now we're in this, this time in the market where this is the time of the professional host. This is the time where the bar has been risen, right? The, we, the, the bar is up here. A certain level of delivery is expected between guests. It's no more, no more guests are just like, yeah, I'm grandma's cabin and somebody can text me right. on their cell phone and they can, they can tell me the code when <laughs> I get there. He's under the rock. He's under the rock. I mean, that, those days are over. Right. You know, they, guests expect the same level yeah. of service that you would find in a five-star hotel. Yeah. Most individuals are not set up to deliver that. And so, I, and that's why I'm a big believer of that. And I do think that that's where the industry's evolved to. And I don't think it's ever changing. It's yeah. what what we it's want a as good a guest. Thing. Yeah, we and want it's a that. good way to separate yeah. yourself from the competition as well. And it's right. a, it's something that I don't believe a lot of people are doing. I still think that that uh, you know the guests expect it, but I think there's a lot of room in the industry for hosts to really adopt that mindset as well to say, listen, that's the next level that I if I haven't done that and I don't have that in place. I better be thinking about that yeah. or else I'm just going to get left behind. There is one thing that can make or break your success with short-term rentals and that's your ability to provide your guests with an amazing night's rest. We're taking all of the guesswork out of selecting the perfect mattress system. Personally, I have these custom mattresses in every one of my short-term rentals. We love them so much that we even got them in our own personal homes here in Utah. So visit VodiceySleepSystem.com and use the promo code PODCAST. It's all caps at checkout to get 55% off. Alright, we got a good, a, a good question here um it's from mike and i can sense his frustration we got this off of youtube so mike thanks for sending this question in but he's asking what are the best strategies to lower fees to third parties like airbnb and vrbo seems like they are taking way too much money from the owners you know that's that's a little bit of frustration i'm not sure there is an answer to that but what yeah, no, it's a it's a good question, Mike, and I think that's something that a lot of owners, you know, feel frustrated about. Like it's like, I, man, I'm get, I, they're charging me all these fees, but we have to realize we're operating on their platform. We're borrowing their customers. If you've ever been in business, there's a cost 
to customer acquisition. You have to look at those fees that the OTAs charge as your customer acquisition cost. I don't have millions of eyeballs, so I have to go to a platform that has millions of eyeballs and I'm gonna pay for that. It's going to cost me. So it's a cost of doing business. You're, if you're going to only operate on those OTAs, you're going to be paying those fees. I don't know right. that you're gonna minimize those fees on the OTAs and I frankly don't believe that they're overcharging for them. You know, I, I think that it can be an expensive line item, but you know, part of doing business, right? They've built yeah. a huge customer base with millions of eyeballs that are very intentional on booking properties. And if I want to get in front of those customers, that's their most valuable yeah. asset. And so I'm going to pay for it. What we do, Mike, is in the same time we're running down those roads in the way that you start to really minimize the, the expenses there is you understand how to do direct bookings. Now there's a cost to that as well, right? You're going to have ad costs and things like that, but you're building your own customer base. And when you build your own customer base, ultimately you start to not have to rely on the OTAs as much. Out of my six properties, I only have two of them on the OTAs at this stage because they've, they've been established. We have direct bookings. They book direct through our site or the resort site. We have our own customer base that we're tapping into and we don't have to tap into the OTAs. Every property we ever launch, we start with the OTAs, but we're always running down that direct booking path parallel so that you have the option to pull off of those OTAs if you feel like that those fees are yeah. a little bit too much. And so something to really think about, you know, and, and also a, a way to look at those OTA fees as saying, hey, listen, I'm tapping into their customer base. By doing so, it's going to cost me some money, right? It's a cost of a customer acquisition. There's always a cost to customer acquisition. Whatever platform you're on, you can minimize that cost by building your own customer base because now you actually have the most valuable asset for your own business is your own customer base, right? But it's going to cost you to build that as well. Yeah. So you have to run down both roads and then minimize that cost down the line. Good advice. So keep those questions coming in, Mike. Appreciate that. Yep. Um, that's all we got today. Short okay. and sweet. Appreciate right. uh, appreciate you know uh, what you do for this industry and, and ah, for thanks, the buddy. for the customers. So uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is great. You, yeah, I appreciate and we'll, that. We'll, we'll get back to Nashville. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I can see you're ready. I can I'm see ready. you're ready. All right, get on the plane right you now. Got the, got the, <laughs> yeah, the, we we ditched the Lululemons and the, all, all the fancy stuff. By the way, guys, and, I'll have Lulu back next week. Don't 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 fear. <laughs> Lulu, don't worry. You're still the unofficial sponsor for Dave's wardrobe. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap up. We always appreciate you spending your time with us. We know how valuable it is is and it always means a lot that you spend it with us and so i always ask you two favors at the end of every episode first one if you like this and you know somebody else that would share the show those things help us spread the word about short-term rentals help people walk into this game with their eyes wide open if you have more than 30 seconds like leave us a review on whatever platform you're watching or listening on those things make a difference for us and we very very much appreciate it and the final thing and the most important thing is go pick that one thing you can do today start building that life you don't want to take a vacation from cheers my friends cheers brother cheers buddy